Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to 48 Hours ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app. Need more true crime in your life? An Audible membership can solve that. Audible is the ultimate destination for thrilling audio entertainment. As an Audible member, you could choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog. Don't miss The Serial Killer's Apprentice by Katherine Ramsland and Tracy Allman. It follows the true story of how Houston's deadliest murder turned a kid into a killer in training. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500. That's audible.com slash 48 hours or text 48 hours to 500-500 to try Audible free for 30 days audible.com slash 48 hours. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. The 911 call came in around 10.50 p.m. It's a female hyperventilating. Okay, calm down. Where are you at? And then the phone goes dead. She's pinging on Kenner at 2595. She's extremely out of breath. She sounds like she's running. We got first responders arriving to an unmaintained county road, 2595. They don't know what they're getting into as they're going down this dark road in the middle of the night. 38, we're out with that female, 25. They see a white female flagging them down. What's going on? My husband, he went to go help me. My Jeep is stuck in the back around the corner and he's been shot in the head, please. I... Is he okay? I need to know if my husband is okay. Dispatch calls me on the cell phone and said, hey, I think they need you out there on scene. I want to check her out make sure she's okay. And then... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you want a little bit of oxygen to help you out? She was just frantic. She had blood on her shoulder area, and uh, it's all over her leg and her shirt. What's your name? Chasey. Chasey? Uh-huh. Chasey what? Pointer. Tell us what, what, what happened. I heard a shot, and the jeep started rolling, and I didn't see anything. And I saw, I saw a shadow. That's all I saw. No, was it your husband? Is, what's his name? Robert. Robert Pointer. Robert Pointer? Yeah, he's a firefighter. That's why my husband's blowing Just, me. Just breathe for me. That's why my husband's blowing on me. I arrived here right around midnight. So we're walking up with our flashlights. At this point on, you can start making out a silhouette of somebody still in the Jeep. 
The Jeep was covered in blood. There was no indication of a struggle. He's around, he's around the corner. We had a witness, Chasey Pointer, and that there was somebody loose, you know, at large that had killed her husband. And I could see Robert. And as soon as that, that shot, he slumped over into the passenger seat. I just wanted to be okay. Was he dead or alive? He was dead. This is a case about sex, lies, money, and murder. of September 9th, 2016 is forever etched in the memory of Chasey Pointer. Calm yourself down. It's something I can't get out of my head. And when I walked up to him, I yelled his name and I just felt something... When she says her husband, Robert Pointer, a decorated fire department captain, was gunned down by a shadowy figure just feet away from her on this rural road in Royce City, Texas. You can see if you look below us, Tire treads from tractors, uh, deep ruts. It's a true farm road. Detective Michael Burke photographed the scene. The night of the murder, there was still water in the ruts. They were still muddy. It was pretty rough. It's not even a traveled road. It's for farmers to use to make access to their fields. That night, Sergeant Shane Meek wondered how Chasey and her husband ended up on this broken road and questioned a breathless Chasey in the back of his squad car. Breathe for me, Miss Pointer. I'm Calm trying. down and breathe for me, no. okay? Breathe fast like that. You're not helping yourself, okay? Slow breaths. Chasey says the couple planned to meet at a fast food restaurant for tacos. I was going to meet him up at the Jack of Box. I don't, I don't ever take this road. All right. I, what made you come down this one? I, I missed my last one. Oh, you did? Yeah. Okay. So I, I did I never never been down this road before. She texted her husband. What do you say to him? Told him uh, that GPS said that I was three miles out. Chasey says while texting, she got stuck. I called him after that. I told him that my Jeep was stuck and that I needed him to come help me. As a fire captain, Robert was used to coming to the rescue. He rushed to her side. I sat on the phone with him. He drove out there. 
Why did he park there? He told Chasey that the ruts were too deep and he wasn't going to be able to get his truck down here. I met him almost all the way down to his truck, and we walked back together. And then he went to go get my Jeep, got on the driver's side. As Chasey waited on the side of the road for Robert to back up, she heard a gunshot. I don't think I reacted to the sound. It was Robert. I jumped in the Jeep. It was rolling very slowly. I was holding his head in my left hand, and I put the Jeep in park with my right hand, and I just I was calling his name. I could see his eyes. I could just feel the blood. This was a clean assassination. Robert, unfortunately, didn't have a clue what, what happened to him. The victim was sitting in the driver's seat. He's got an entry wound approximately right here on the temple. On the right side of his Yes, head. sir. And the wadding from a shotgun shell was still in his skull. And could you tell if that blast was, was shot from forward of the vehicle or from behind? It was hard to tell. Chasey says as she ran for help, she saw that shadowy figure. There was a man. I, there's a tall person. That's all I know. Okay. He was taller than me. And what was he wearing? I, dark clothes is all I know. Dark. Did you see any type of firearm, rifle, or anything no. like that in his hands? I, no. While sympathetic, Sergeant Meek was puzzled. That some guy just happened to be standing in the shadows of the trees to step out and shoot this guy point blank in the in the head with a gun just didn't make sense. All right, well, give me a second. My partners need to speak to me. I'll be right back with you, okay? I was terrified. I just watched my husband get shot. And the man that did it was still out there. But whoever that suspect was, why would he want Robert Pointer dead? Robert was a devoted public servant, a career firefighter. Honestly, it's one of those things you don't even believe in at first. At the University Park Firehouse near Dallas, where Robert spent 19 years as a firefighter and later a captain, the pain of his loss is still raw. For his buddies, Jason, Paul, Earl, and Mark. But every day you still feel this absence. Yeah, absolutely. You still miss the man. No, how could you not? I think of Bob every day I come up here. It burns me up inside. But every time I pass his locker, I get choked up inside. It makes me want to cry. I'm about to cry now. A firefighter with the touch of a gentle giant. My last fire with Bob. This uh, little girl, she was crying. Bob took the time, covered her and tell her we were all okay and everything was fine. And that's the way Bob always was. Not just that little girl, his girls. His girls were number one on his list, always, always. No matter how much help you needed, he was always there. Robert Pointer had three daughters, a six-and-a-half-year-old with Chasey, and from his first marriage, Natalie and Nicole. The things you miss the most are the simple things, like being able to call him, being able to see him and hug him, you know. (laughs) Back in 2008, his 20-year marriage to their mother, Amy Pointer, his high school sweetheart, began to unravel. 
signs started showing up that something was amiss. He was shorter with conversations. He wasn't home as much. There were excuses when he was gone. Then Nicole discovered her dad had a second cell phone. That was the initial realization that there was somebody else. And eventually this other woman, you learn her name. It was Chasey Tyler Mormon. Chasey was a 20-year-old working as a nurse aide. She was introduced to Robert through a mutual friend. From the first moment that I ever met him in person, we were never apart after that. What was his marital status? As far as I knew, he was separated. From what I understand, she continued to go up to the station to kind of let him know that she was interested and did that quite often. She pursued Bob. She pursued Bob. We'd been married 20 years, and here's a young girl that's giving him attention, and I just think that she continued to try and, you know, fill any need and be there. We started seeing each other in December of 2007, and I uh, was pregnant by May of 2009. Robert and Chasey were married on December 28, 2009. She was 22. He was 40. I knew I wanted to marry him. What is it about Robert that you fell in love with? He's goofy. He would just make me laugh. But almost seven years later, Chasey says the couple's love faded. And that night in the squad car, Chasey decided to share her frustrations. I was young and stupid when we got married. I didn't want to be married anymore. A sense of safety is important to everyone, and that's why I want to talk to you about Simply Safe. It's an advanced security system that protects your entire home so you can rest easy. Simply Safe is completely customizable with advanced sensors to detect break ins, fires, floods, and more. You can have 24 7 professional home monitoring for less than $1 a day. So try Simply Safe for 60 days risk free. If you don't love it, you can return your system for a full refund. Plus, we're offering listeners 20% off any new Simply Safe system when you sign up for Fast Protect Monitoring. Don't wait. Visit simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. That's simplysafe.com slash 48 hours. There's no safe like Simply Safe. If you're a fan of 48 Hours or true crime, looking to try on a case of your own, June's Journey is for you. A thrilling hidden object mystery game set against the backdrop of the 1920s. You play as June Parker, an amateur detective trying to unravel your sister's mysterious murder. As you dive into a world filled with twists and turns, trust no one. Every character could be hiding secrets. While you piece together the intricately woven plot, you'll collect crucial information in your photo album, turning suspicions into facts. And if you want help on the case, you can even join a detective club to collaborate or compete with fellow sleuths on hundreds of puzzles. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. We've been, we've been having problems. I was coming to meet him at the Jackson Box so we could talk. What do y'all fight over? My daughter. He's trying to take my daughter away from me. 
Just over an hour after Chasey Pointer held her husband's bloodied head in her hands, she kept giving Sergeant Meek details, not of the shooting, but of the state of her marriage. Why would he try to take your daughter away? Like, what reason did he because give you? Because he knows that that's what's going to hurt me the most. Yeah, her, her story kept adding all these different twists and turns and pieces of information that just weren't fitting in the place of the puzzle. You're talking about marital problems at a time when your husband's body is still in a jeep. Why did you go there? I don't know. Chasey says three years into their marriage, the couple grew apart. Nothing really set it off. We slept in separate bedrooms. I never felt he loved me like he could have. He loved his ex-wife a lot, and I felt like she still had a lot of him. According to Chasey, Robert had a temper. He was taking testosterone and steroids to treat low testosterone levels. And Chasey claims that made him violent. There would just be times, you know, he would grab me by my hair. Um, I could get thrown up against the wall. This was verbal abuse and physical abuse, is that right? Verbal, mental, physical. Robert's ex-wife, Amy, doesn't buy it. That is all made up. He did get on treatments. He had normal testosterone. For her to say that he had roid rage and all that, that, that just wasn't him. So she's lying to me is what you're saying? Yes, I am. When Natalie was 16, she lived with her dad and Chasey for six months and never saw him become violent. So it was useless to try to come to me and act like dad was some kind of beast. Did you ever see him slam Chasey against a wall? Absolutely not. Natalie and Nicole have told us that it never happened. Are they telling the truth? No, sir. They've never really cared for me from the beginning. I was the younger girl that came in and took their father. Chasey believes she had a good reason for not reporting the alleged abuse to authorities. You know, I don't walk out and announce he's beating on me. I'm not going to do that because it would jeopardize his job. Despite their problems, Chasey says she tried to keep the spark alive in the marriage. I don't mean to embarrass you with this, but what is this from? This was done for Robert. I had a a friend of mine who was a photographer, and she did a boudoir shoot for me. He wasn't attracted to me after I lost all the weight. He he liked me when I was heavier. Over a two-year span, Chasey transformed her body. The first picture is December, probably about 2013. Uh, The second picture was December 2015. I lost a total of 104 pounds. I got up every morning, ran, strict diet, worked out. I pushed myself pretty hard. Chasey admits she began seeing other men, a lot of men. When I dropped the weight, I didn't hide in his shadow anymore. You had confidence. Correct. I started meeting people. You know, I was going out more. I was doing things for myself. Natalie accidentally found evidence on Chasey's computer that her stepmother was cheating. She had left it open on our Facebook, and she was talking to men on there that weren't dad. What kind of conversations? Very sexual and gross. Natalie says while her father pulled overnight shifts at the firehouse, Chasey often snuck out for hours at a time, leaving Natalie and her then four-year-old sister alone. 
She was never wearing gym clothes, but she always said she was going to the gym. And often, my little sister would wake up and she would cry and cry because she couldn't find her mom. Natalie eventually found the courage to tell her dad about Chasey's cheating ways. I will stand up for what I know and what I believe in, and that to me wasn't right. You said what? I said I think Chasey's cheating on you. Deeply troubled, Robert filed paperwork for divorce, but ended up not following through. He was trying to save the marriage. He had already been divorced once. He didn't want to lose his his third daughter and not be able to be with her all the time. Robert installed a security camera next to the front door to try and catch Chasey cheating with one of her lovers. Then, just 12 days before Robert's murder, the doorbell rang. As soon as that doorbell rang, I was out that door telling him he had to go. And off he runs. And Robert knew. Correct. I love him. He's a pain in the ass, but I love him. On the night of Robert's murder, Sergeant Meek had a hunch that Chasey Pointer knew more than she was saying. Something just didn't sit right. Chasey, do you mind if I take some pictures of you real quick? Although she wasn't under arrest, she was read her rights. All right, look up at me. All right, listen to me. You have the right to remain silent. Anything you say can and will be used against you in a court of law. But Chasey kept on talking. Better friends? Yeah. Revealing what she was up to before that fateful rendezvous with her husband. Whose house was that? Michael Garza. Hanging out with someone named Michael Garza. Are you and Michael Garza dating or anything like that? Do you all have a relationship? Yes. Well, then that red flag goes off. Did y'all have a date? Was it date night? No, we we just hung out. We, we had sex, obviously. Watch more of the police body camera footage on Facebook at 48 Hours. Okay, what were you saying? I'm sorry. He's contacted an attorney to get a divorce. And I was okay. I was okay with that. We've been married six years, almost seven years. Investigators say the more Chasey Pointer talked, the more she seemed like a suspect than a grieving wife. We we don't we don't meet up. The hyperventilating's now stopped, and she's gone into this stutter talking. Um, I I don't know. Which leads me to believe that she d- does these pauses. And so I. To gather additional thoughts. So are you thinking, is this a performance? Yes, sir. It started seeming more and more that way. And a performance with a recurring character, Michael Garza. I was at Michael's house. At Michael's house. Tell me his name again, I'm sorry. Michael Garza. Michael Garza. Yes. Y'all have a relationship? Yes. Yes? Yes. Michael Garza, who is he? He was a place that I would go to to vent, and, and I loved him for that. Chasey began having an affair with Michael Garza after meeting him on Facebook in the summer of 2016. This selfie captured one intimate moment. It was something I felt guilty about. Robert shared his frustrations about Chasey with his buddies at the firehouse. And I told him, man, you just got to cut your losses. Divorce sucks, but you're miserable. And he said, yeah, you're right. You're right, but I'm invested. Those were his exact words. I'm invested in this. Robert was hopeful the marriage could be saved. He took Chasey and their daughter to Mexico on vacation. But it backfired. We fought. 
he thought I was on the phone with somebody else. It upset him. It was the Wednesday that Bob had come home from Mexico. He said the trip wasn't good. He said, I just can't do this anymore. And when did he die? Not long after Chasey told Sergeant Meek about the affair with Michael Garza. I'll be transporting the female to uh, Roy City Police Department. She was driven downtown to be questioned by Detective Michael Burke. Let me get this door. 68. Just have you sit right there. The interrogation started at 2.20 in the morning. Did I love Robert? Yes. He was an ass to me. I loved him. And lasted eight hours. I loved him. I really did love him. We've had a lot of issues in our marriage. Among those issues, her affair with Garza. Michael and I ended up having sex while I was there. And she gave more detail about Robert's murder. Right in front of my Jeep, there was someone standing there. Probably six foot, maybe. I could see dark clothes. That's it. I don't know if they were white, black. I don't know anything. Somebody, from what you're saying, shoot your husband, cold-blooded murder, and just let you run away. There was someone standing there. And when somebody comes out to murder a random stranger, you know, a big red flag is that they don't let a witness go. And that suggested what to you? Suggested she might have known the killer. Look, the way your husband was killed, somebody was right next to him. Detective Burke pressed her. I think you're full of crap. I want to pull the trigger. I don't know who pulled the trigger. See, I think you do, and that's the problem. No, I don't. Two hours into the interrogation, Detective Burke broke through. Who killed your husband? Who shot Robert? Can you say that louder for me, please? Mikey, as in Michael Garza. Where was Mikey? He's the side. Now cornered, Chasey changed her entire story. She says she told Garza about Robert's alleged anger issues. I just didn't want to do that. I just, you know, I wanted to know what it's like to be bullied all the time. Chasey told 48 Hours Garza rode with her that night. The plan was to confront Robert outside the Jack in the Box and demand he leave Chasey alone. Did you see him put a shotgun in your vehicle? No, sir. You never saw a shotgun? No, sir. How can that be true? I was on my phone. Garza tells me, make a right onto County Road 2595 and asked him what was going on. He said, he's going to meet us here. Chasey now claims it was Garza setting a trap. He told me to take my Jeep back up around the first corner and let Robert know that my Jeep was stuck and I needed him to come help me. You had to tell Robert something to get him to come to the location, right? Yes, sir. But... My Jeep wasn't stuck. When Robert arrived, she noticed something kind of touching. He wore the cologne that he wore on our wedding day, and he hadn't worn it since. And I made a joke about it. And, uh, and he laughed. Robert could never have imagined that he was just moments away from death. As I was walking to the Jeep, I said, stop! 
who are you yelling stop to? To Garza. But why would you have shouted that way if this was just going to be a conversation between two men? Isn't that indicative that you shouted stop because that meant don't shoot him? No. I didn't, at that point, I didn't want him to even talk to Robert. At that moment, sorry. At that time, there was a gunshot. Did Garza say anything to you? Nothing. Not until after I called 911. Did he run up to me? And he took my phone from me when he threw it down on the ground. Prosecutor Jeff Kovach doesn't buy any of it. The question is, which one of those stories does she want us to believe? Hurt him? Scare him? Or just have a talking to? None of them are credible. Investigators believed that you were luring your husband to this remote area so he could be murdered. There was no plan to to bring him out and, and murder him. There was no talk of that. On September 10th, the morning after her husband's murder, Chasey Pointer was arrested for conspiracy to commit murder. The couple's daughter would stay with Chasey's mother. Did you conspire to have your husband murdered? No, sir. And you're telling me that you are speaking the truth? Yes, sir. Investigators then set out to find the man who allegedly shot Robert Pointer. But Michael Garza, the truck driver, had hit the road. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm-mm-mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. The funeral is absolutely beautiful. It was very ceremonial. On September 15th, 2016, just five days after his wife was charged in his death, Captain Robert Pointer was laid to rest. We had guards guarding his urn, his ashes the entire time. Firefighters from all over Texas honored him. Did the fireman's prayer. When duty calls me, O oh Lord, wherever flames may rage, give me the strength to save some life 
whatever be its age. I remember trying to hold it all together, and then when I lost it, it's when we walked out. Other fire stations and police came in, and they lined from the church all the way to the fire station. I remember the bagpipes. Painful. One of the hardest things is they give the last call for Robert Pointer. You still think that person's still there somewhere, that this couldn't have happened. That's the thing with Bob. You always had this underlined feeling that even if he had to walk through fire, somehow that man would make it through. Amy says in the last days of his life, Robert was finally ready to walk away from Chasey. He was kind of beaten down. He was tired, where he was just ready, you know, to get a divorce. I think she knew he was ready to move on. Investigators say just the day before he was gunned down, Robert had reached out to a divorce attorney on Facebook, sending this provocative message. I'm thinking of a surprise attack. And he said something to her about a surprise attack on me. He had contacted a realtor said he was going to put the house up for sale. He was going to have custody of our daughter. The next day, he is killed. Do you think that's just a coincidence? That's not a coincidence. That's why the murder happened when the murder happened. What was the attraction for Chasey with your dad? Was it love or money? Money. Natalie says Chasey had convinced her father to change his almost $685,000 life insurance policy. Instead of the girls getting the money... Chasey was made the primary beneficiary. We believe that was the motive. She saw him as an ATM machine, and she was going to milk the last little bit of money she could get out of him. Prosecutor Calvin Grogan says investigators discovered a mountain of digital evidence. There were plenty of text messages after the life insurance beneficiary designation change occurred in April, indicating that Chasey Pointer was looking for somebody that would take care of Robert. And many of those texts, more than 10,000, were between Chasey and her lovers. She's having affairs with multiple men. Danny Mims, Brad Golden, Sean Butcher, Michael Garza. Prosecutors believe Chasey began grooming Garza for murder, convincing him that Robert was an imminent threat. She used sex to manipulate men. She's not going to come right out and ask them, hey, will you kill my husband for me? Chasey Pointer plays the victim, and then she uses that to manipulate people. And so she told all of these men that she's this abused, battered woman. She texted Garza from that Mexican vacation where the couple was to reconcile. Quote, he's coming after me sooner or later. Garza answers, F him. No, I will shot that dude. Is Michael Garza talking about murdering your husband? I didn't think he was serious. I didn't want him involved. I told him that. I'm telling you, man, this girl is good at what she did. This is Brad Golden. Uh, she would be at my house every day, every day, around 4 to 5 o'clock. He's the lover caught on the security camera video. He says Chasey manipulated him. I never even Brad says Chasey told him horror stories about Robert. She always told me that Robert was abusive to her. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she was trying to get me to feel sorry for her. 
and I just wasn't falling for it or whatever because I kept trying to gear to me to push right. this, you know. Were you ever able to corroborate any of her story of abuse? We spoke to neighbors, we spoke to friends. I mean, there was no evidence to support it at all. Chasey had made allegations about Robert's anger issues to ex-lovers, Sean Butcher and Danny Mims, who she often texted. Eight days prior to the murder, I wish he'd run out of air in a fire. Moving back to July 11th, I need him gone. Gone, G-O-N-E, all capitalized. Danny Mims replies, I'm not a magician. Chasey answers, well, I need one. Did you want him dead? No. I was upset. Sean Butcher says to Chasey, what do you need to leave? Chasey Pointer says, I would be better off with him gone benefits and can't lose custody. Investigators have said you were going from person to person to try to find someone who would kill your husband. I wasn't. The day before the murder, it's from Chasey DeGars. I've made up my mind. What do you think she's made up her mind about? I think it's pretty clear it's about killing Robert Pointer. With Michael Garza on the run, a SWAT team raided his house. coming up empty. But the next day, Garza turned himself in, and he was charged with Robert Pointer's murder. He did not want to speak to us, only wanted to speak to his attorney. And that's as far as we got. With their two suspects now behind bars, investigators hope to find direct evidence linking Garza to the murder. Five weeks later, that evidence would come from a farmer. Thanks for your emergency. I believe I found the shotgun. Who unearthed the murder weapon while plowing this field. Less than a quarter mile from where Robert was shot. That shotgun was still loaded. The shell hadn't been ejected. Okay, and there's two more uh, in the magazine. And they're all man-killing slugs consistent with what the medical examiner said was used to kill Robert Pointer. We did a, um, a search on the firearm. Mossberg 835 Ultimag. I came back to Matthew Garza, uh, Michael Garza's brother. Police now had what they needed. Michael Garza would be the first to face trial. Michael Garza just happened to be the person that was in Chasey's life at the right time. Now all it really took for Chasey is to basically just dangle the bait. Do you think Chasey intended to scare her husband or kill him? Chat now with the 48 Hours team on Facebook and Twitter. There was nobody there. Okay. He probably think I'm crazy. From her bizarre performance, the night her husband was murdered, Sorry. to her confession about her lover, Michael Garza. Michael was going to shoot Robert. He was going to do it. Investigators were convinced. Chasey Pointer was determined to have her husband killed that night. He's around the corner. Come here. Come here. Investigators believe you knew about the mission, planned the mission to murder your husband for money. That's what they say. Look at me. They're right, aren't they? No, sir. On July 10th, 2018, the prosecution put the alleged trigger man, Michael Garza, on trial. 
he had pleaded not guilty. When Garza took the stand, he made a shattering announcement, implicating Chasey. He says that he gave her his brother's shotgun because he thought that she was abused. He implied that she did it. Garza told the court he couldn't have murdered Robert Pointer because he was tending to a sick animal on the family farm. His alibi is that he was tended to Oreo the cow while this whole murder was going on. The jury didn't find Garza's alibi credible. I actually do believe that his testimony helped us. On July 20th, Michael Garza was found guilty and sentenced to 99 years in prison. It was a huge step forward, but it also felt like the real battle had just begun. The Pointer family now focused on Chasey. In my mind, she's always pulled the trigger because she was the instigator of all of it. What were you thinking going into trial? I was very hopeful. Prosecutors were hopeful, too, that they would prove Chasey wanted Robert's money and that she was the mastermind. There's no way Michael Garza was ever going to get Robert Pointer out on that road alone. Only Chasey could do that, and she played her part well. Using Chasey's texts, prosecutors demonstrated that her alleged love for Michael Garza was really a sinister ploy. He is a pawn. He's the dumb idiot she got to do this. In fact, Garza didn't know that after he shot Robert, Chasey planned on spending the night with another lover. She was texting Brad Golden while she's out there committing this murder. She had sex with Brad Golden that morning. They still planned to meet up that night. What the heck is going on? I don't know. My life was out of control. Chasey's defense attorneys, Scott Cornod and Frank Hughes, say the state's obsession with Chasey's affairs tainted the jury. Chasey having affairs has nothing to do with murder. It just demonizes her. Chasey Pointer is not guilty of murder. She's guilty of being negligent because she should have anticipated that this thug, Garza, would commit a murder to get to her. Calling 911 is probably the strongest point that we have in her defense. No one who planned to kill someone would shoot him and call 911. But the prosecutors argued at the sight of her dead husband, Chasey had a moment of sheer panic. It's one thing to talk about killing somebody. It's another thing to go through with it. While Chasey chose not to take the stand, jurors did hear her speak. He knew that I was seeing someone. Through those recorded police videos. I didn't want to be married anymore. One that captured this revealing moment. At the end of her two-week trial, the jury began its deliberations. We waited for a while. Hour, two hours, three hours went by. After the fourth hour... Hey, okay, they have a verdict, okay. Chasey Pointer was found guilty of murder. I cried. And I'm yeah. uh, relieved. They got it. That they saw who she really was. She met him, and she walked him 
to his death. Smiling and giggling, talking about tacos and cologne. She's evil. Chasey told me that you always had Robert's heart. I think that's true. She took away all choice of anybody of having any relationship or any, you know, future with him. This is his bunker gear. Having it is almost like having part of his presence, which is comforting in a way and uh, painful in another. How do you want your father to be remembered? As, as he was, as he really was. He was gentle and he was smart and he was kind. He was rare and we were lucky to have him. This is injustice. True redemption and remorse comes from telling the truth. Isn't it time you did that? He wasn't supposed to die. Jurors sentenced Chasey Pointer to life in prison with the possibility of parole in 30 years. <sighs> Are your tears now tears of what you did to your own life or tears of what you did to him? It's both. Robert Pointer's life insurance benefits were split among his three daughters. Chasey's mother and stepfather share custody of the couple's daughter with Robert Pointer's parents. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I was nine years old. My whole family was gone. I had just lost everything. No one should have seen what we saw that morning. 13 years later, a stunning arrest. I believe he killed his family and then was able to go to the prom. 48 Hours, Saturday at 10, 9 central on CBS. CBS News. Original reporting. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to the 48 Hours podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at wondery.com survey.
Audible is the destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Allow your imagination to be piqued by stories that are brought to life through captivating sound design, eerie soundscapes, and dynamic performances. As an Audible member, you'll be able to keep your heart rate up month after month because you can choose one title a month to keep from the entire catalog, including the latest bestsellers and new releases. If you're in the mood for a shocking psychological thriller, check out None of This is True by Lisa Jewell. Embrace brand new exclusive thrillers from bestselling authors who are guaranteed to keep you gripped. New members can try Audible free for 30 days. Visit audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. That's audible.com slash thrill or text thrill to 500-500. If you're listening to this podcast, then chances are good you are a fan of The Strange, Dark, and Mysterious. And if that's the case, then I've got some good news. We just launched a brand new Strange, Dark, and Mysterious podcast called Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries. And as the name suggests, it's a show about medical mysteries, a genre that many fans have been asking us to dive into for years, and we finally decided to take the plunge, and the show is awesome. In this free weekly show, we explore bizarre, unheard-of diseases, strange medical mishaps, unexplainable deaths, and everything in between. Each story is totally true and totally terrifying. Go follow Mr. Ballin's Medical Mysteries wherever you get your podcasts. And if you're a Prime member, you can listen early and ad-free on Amazon Music.